Chapter 38 of Floyd's Flowers by Silas X. Floyd. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. A Ghost Story Uncle Mose, an old-time colored man, once said in the company of a few people who were talking about ghosts that he wasn't afraid of any ghost that ever walked the earth. No, sir, not me, he said. I's got my fust time to be scared of anything that's dead. Whereupon Noah Johnson told Uncle Mose that he would bet him a load of watermelons that he couldn't spend one night in the Widow Smith's house. Now, the Widow Smith's house was said to be haunted, or in other words, it was filled with ghosts. This named the night, said Uncle Moses. I'll stay there and no haints won't bother me. No, sir, no haints won't bother with me and your watermelons is this good as gone already. The details were arranged, judges were appointed, and Uncle Moses was to stay in the haunted house that very night. He got him some pine knots to keep a good blaze in the old-fashioned fireplace, carried along an extra plug of tobacco, secured a large dry goods box to be used for a chair, and then he set out for the house. He made a blaze and seated himself on the pine box. For a time, he sung a number of old plantation songs for his own amusement, as well as to keep him company. About midnight, feeling somewhat drowsy, Uncle Mose got up, took a light, and went on a tour of inspection. He examined every room in the house. His search revealed nothing unusual. He wound up his search, chuckling to himself, I sure was making this load of watermelons easy. Noah Johnson didn't know who he fooling with. I man myself. I ain't afeard of nothing. I ain't. Down he sat on the box, and pretty soon he was dozing. It was not very long before he suddenly awoke. He was at once seized with strange and sudden fear. He was too frightened to move. Although he did not look around, he was conscious that there was another presence in the room. His hair stood on ends. He felt a cold chill run up and down his back. By that time, he knew that the object in the room, whatever it was, was moving towards him. Still, he did not move because he could not. The ghost, for that was what all the people said it was, stood over Uncle Mose for a little while and then quietly sat down on the box beside him. Uncle Mose looked straight into the fireplace, but his heart was beating like a runaway horse. The silence in the room at that moment was like unto the silence of death. Everything was still and solemn. Uncle Mose could almost hear his own heart beating. The ghost finally broke silence by saying with a loud sigh, Ha ha! There don't seem to be but two of us here tonight. It was then that Uncle Mose looked around for the first time, and as he did, so he exclaimed, Yes, and if I'm this debt won't be but one. And with that, he jumped through the window, taking part of the sash with him. The judges had been waiting in the open air near the house so as to watch the proceedings. They called to the fleeing Uncle Mose as he passed them in order to stop him. They said that they were all there and would protect him. But Uncle Mose, he kept on running and hallooed back, I'll see you later. He ran at the top of his speed for more than a mile, for he was well nigh scared to death. By and by from sheer exhaustion, he was compelled to stop for a little rest. He was wet with perspiration from head to foot, and his clothes were as limp as a wet dish rag. 
But the poor old man had no sooner seated himself on a stone by the roadside than up jumps the ghost and sits down beside him once more. Ha! said the ghost. You seem to have made pretty good time tonight. Yes, said Uncle Mose. But what I has done ain't nothing to what I's geared to do. And he jumped up and lit out once more. He had not gone far on his second trip before an old rabbit ran out of the bushes and took out down the road ahead of him. Uncle Mose hallooed at the rabbit and said, Get out of the way, rabbit, and let somebody run where they can run. On and on, the poor old man, almost scared to death, ran and ran. Perhaps he would have been running until now, but for a very unfortunate accident. About five miles from the widow Smith's house, he came in contact with the limb of a weeping willow tree that hung across the road. The poor old fellow, already tired out, was knocked speechless and senseless. Toward the break of day, the judges, who had followed him, found him lying on the ground, doubled up near the tree. Dim consciousness was slowly returning when they picked him up. They rubbed him and walked him around for a little while, and soon he was able to move himself. The first thing Uncle Mose said was, Tell Noah not to mind about them watermelons. I stayed in that house just as long as I could keep my conscience quiet. My old mamma always told me that it was a sin and shame to bet it, and now I believe it. And to this day, boys and girls, if you want to see a really madman, you just ask Uncle Mose if he ever saw a ghost. End of chapter 38